Hey Moonies, we're doing something a bit different this week. There is no episode, but you can check out two panels we did over the weekend with some amazing guests on Sailor Moon Eternal, which just came out on Netflix last week. It's such a good movie. It's part one and two. I wrote a review for it on Polygon if you want to check it out. The link will be below. But yeah, check out our panels and go watch the movie. Thanks, Moonies. Hi, welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast panel on Sailor Moon Eternal Part One. We're just talking about Part One, and I have some special guests here. Destiny, do you want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, um, my name is Destiny. I'm host of the Guinea Animated Podcast, where I talk about anime and manga and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Madam Zeddy. Hi guys, my name is Madam Zeddy. I am a cosplayer. Um, I've mainly cosplayed Sailor Moon characters, um, as well as a wide array of other anime characters, game characters, comic characters, the likes. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome cosplays. Definitely some good so stuff. So good. So good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And I'm Victoria L. Johnson, um, host of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast and pop culture journalist and Sailor Moon Stan, obviously. <laughs> um, so what was your just the general thoughts of like how the movie was, the first part? Just, yeah. Um, personally, I liked it. I thought it looked really, really good. Like the animation was gorgeous which is like not that I was like surprised because Sailor Moon is gorgeous in general but it just looked really good it felt like up to par to 2021 standards if that makes sense I I get that yeah how about you Madam Betty I definitely agree um piggyback piggybacking off of what uh Destiny has said uh the animation was beautiful um, I really liked how they stayed true to the animation um, in regards to like how it was in season three of uh, Sailor Moon. Uh, I cried in certain parts. <laughs> like um, they, and they also weren't, and another thing that I noticed, like they also um, tied in a few elements of CGI, but it wasn't like to the point where it was just overbearing like they did with the first two seasons. So, like, catching that, I was just like, oh, okay, I like this. But overall, part one was just gorgeous. Like, I can't stand CGI, but when it's done well, I'm just like, okay, I can get behind Yeah, like, <laughs> when they had the little lemurs here and there, I'm just like, okay. But when they, like, it, it was different from when they, um, when they did, like, the whole CGI transformations. When I saw that in, like, the first two seasons, I'm like, whoa, like, what is this? But, you know, it was, it was to the point where it wasn't, you know, excessive in, in season three and in the movie as well. So I definitely was rocking with that. It's funny you say that because I completely missed that CGI part of it for some reason. Mm -hmm. It kind of just, I think it just blended in really well. Because I was like, it was CGI. And then you mentioned the <laughs> lemurs things. And I was just like, oh, yeah, they were CGI. That's so cool. Yep. Um, I'll start with you, Madam Zeddy, because you said you cried at certain parts. So what were some of your like high points? Like what had your emotions going? Okay, so like in the OG Sailor Moon, I really was not rocking with Chief Yusa. <laughs> but like, you know, revisiting the dream arc 
and like, like seeing, like I guess seeing her character development, you know, throughout the dream arc and how she was wanting to be like a grown woman, you know, be into her womanhood as she gets older and stuff like that. And seeing that animated in the Eternal movie, I couldn't help myself but cry. I'm just like, I really don't like you, but I really feel for you, girl. <laughs> like, you know, just her connection with like Helios and, you know, she's so tied into him calling her, you know, the young maiden. She's really trying to um, be the best stellar guardian as she possibly can before she has to go home and everything. So that, that, that really touched me like to my core. I was, I was just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing I didn't realize until this, this movie was like, she's really doing like this imposter syndrome a little bit where it's like, she, yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm not good enough. Like I, I want to be older. Like I, I can't live up to like Usagi. And it's like, girl, like you've been defeating villains. Like you're good. <laughs> like, you're And it's so funny because the way that she gives Usagi so much crap and like how they go back and forth, but she still wants to be like her and just like wants to fit in that, her shoes. I just think that's, uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. She's Loki, her role model. But she's like, I'm not going to let you know though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like Chibi Usa becoming an adult, like, from back then that was such an iconic moment like I just remember seeing her as an adult and being like oh my god she wasn't even an adult like she was just like a teenager but that was enough for me to be like oh my god adult like <laughs> she looks super cool um Destiny did you have any um high high moments for you high points um I really liked closer towards the end um when the transformation happened but Sailor and she couldn't with Sailor Venus and she couldn't like get in touch with herself and Artemis was just like no like I'm a bad partner it's it's me it's me and then he like they have this really special connection and just that part kind of gave me goosebumps not kind of it gave me goosebumps because I was just like that connection between the two of them I loved how she was just like you're the other half of me like you never really think about it like that sometimes you know they're always around each other but the fact that they're so close and so intertwined and her powers can't activate unless like he's there kind of pushing her on it's just like ah I loved it that part was like amazing to me yeah I really like that part too like do you really know like you said like they have such a strong connection and I feel like they're just so like cute together like they I don't know like and it shows like they don't have like romantic love but it's like they still like they're like ride or dies for each other because they've been together like for a long time for a long time and I feel like their relationship kind of transcends like the regular relationships you know like I like you said I don't think it's a romantic love like I generally feel like uh, it's one of those relationships where you're like, I have a soulmate with somebody, but it's not technically romantic, but we're still soulmates, you know? Like, I think that's just, uh, that type of relationship is so genuine, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> wow. Um, are there any low points, like any parts you didn't like? Um, in my opinion, I mean, I love, so I like, I love Sailor Moon. I love her. But there were certain times where she was just like really annoying. And like, I know that's like her thing, but I was just like, 
Oh man, and like as someone who doesn't watch the franchise like often and all the time, but like go back and revisit sometimes, like you kind of forget how like the way she is. So I just remember like watching certain points and being like, I really wish you didn't show up right now. I really wish you weren't yelling, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> how about you, Madam Zetty? Yeah, I agree. Like there were some parts where she would just be like, man, please, like, Usagi, please. Like when she would be doing this whole bickering back and forth between her and Chibi and I'm just like, can't we all just get along, <laughs> please? You're the older one, so like, like you should be- Arguing over like, right, you should be setting an example for your future daughter. Like, what are you doing? Fighting over Mamo-chan, like, no, yes, we, we're well aware that you're going to be with him in the future, but you also have to get yourself together and get your future daughter together. So, like, like what's, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, I completely agree. I was like, man, for anyone, like, watching this and, like, doesn't know about Sailor Moon, they're going to cringe so much because there's, like, so much, like, she's, like, jealous over her, like, future daughter, <laughs> like, her relationship with her, like, feature father and I'm like what like girl yeah. like there was a part where um yeah. <laughs> Chibi Uso is basically like oh how she wasn't hungry and the tantrum you sagging through and it was just like are you serious she made her favorite like it was just like calm down like bring it down just a notch like she just said she wasn't hungry like why are we <laughs> snapping and it was just like oh man jeez <laughs> That's definitely true. Yeah, that's true. That was that was a little much. Like, damn, I'm having a bad day. Can I just like vibe? For Can a I sulk for a little bit and cry to myself without you like yelling at me to eat? <laughs> <laughs> she did go for the cake though. She, mm -hmm. I would have went too. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you both watched all of Crystal? I have not. Well, so I guess I have. Madam Zeddy, and I guess Destiny. Like where would this season or this mo these movies rank for you in like the entire Crystal or like what you've seen or have you, if you've seen any of Crystal, Destiny or Madam Zed, if you want to go first. Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> um, I would definitely rank this at the top um, because I guess because of how it was pretty much laid out, you know, from seasons one and two. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, I really liked how they came about doing the retelling um, of of the story in general, and how they're pretty much trying trying to uh, trying to tie it into the source material, which is the manga. Um, but you can definitely see uh, as they go along. You know, with season three, you know, the animation kind of like you know uh, kicks in. They do a different, you know, animation style, and they tie it into the movies. I definitely feel like the movies uh, really, really uh, tied everything together, and that's why they listed as the top, the top rank. Yeah, I felt the same way, just because I feel like, like you said, like the CGI transformations in the beginning were kind of like, eh, not, I wasn't really feeling the first two seasons like a lot of people. I do think the third season was like a lot better. Um, just because like they like took out the CGI transformations, you know, they they uh, just it just looked better. And I feel like this is kind of like they kind of hit their stride and was like, all right, we got everything kind of down now. 
and we're gonna give you this like really good story yeah I think I, I know I'm like I like I said I didn't finish all of it um but I would definitely put the movie higher just because I wasn't a huge fan of Sailor and Crystal um because I watched like the original and then like the animation change definitely threw it off for me for a little bit um but watching the movie it just kind of felt natural it just felt like an updated version um and I really liked that like I just liked how it kind of felt like it was still close to home in that way. Kind of, it's definitely different than Crystal because I felt like Crystal was like way off the mark or a little bit more like not what I'm used to. Um, animation definitely is still different in the movie, but I would definitely rank this <laughs> to the Crystal. I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's just up top because like I said, like it feels a little bit more like the original series. It like ties into the manga still. So like it doesn't feel like a completely off like the first two seasons did like it just felt like a complete not a completely different show but just different vibe yeah exactly yeah but it was really good yeah um now a little harder question where would you rank this movie and like all of Sailor Moon so like the 90s anime and Crystal from what you've seen (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this this would have to be like second rank to Sailor Moon Stars because I love season five of the OG Sailor Moon because like they really take it there when it comes to like you know the boss fight. It's just the Sailor Moon villains in general. Like I feel like. Nothing is stars in my opinion, especially when they change to like the um theme song. Cause usually, you know, you'll hear like the crystal song that everybody knows. But when they change it in season five, for like the best. Um, yeah, it's 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 second rate. Second rank to Sailor Moon Stars. That's pretty high up. I wasn't expecting that, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I love Sailor Stars is my favorite too. Um, I would probably, I think I would still rank it pretty low, like probably right above. I do like this better than the original um, Supers season, mm-hmm. but um, I'd probably like rank this like right above that or right above that in like the first season of Sailor Moon in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, really? But yeah, I put most of the 90s above the movie, I think. Yeah. I feel honestly, I I would agree with you. I would put this movie below like everything that like all the 90s. Um <laughs> because I just <laughs> but the first plot. <laughs> yeah, like right after like all the 90s, and then like then you put this movie and then put Crystal because I just <laughs> There's just something that's just so genuine about the 90s version of Sailor Moon. Like, there's just something that, it's just so iconic. Uh, And I feel like all parts of it, every season, like, even seasons I didn't really care for, I'm just so like, it's the iconic version. Like, you can't, like, what's better than this? Like, and that could just be, like, nostalgia talking as well. Um, But I, I, I gotta put like all of the 90s because it's just 
they're all so good. Like everything about it just has such a special place in my heart versus like also moments that I was watching it and things that I can relate to going through whatever I was going through at that time with that specific season. So it's like, nothing can beat that. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. The 90s version has so much. <laughs> So much for me, so much nostalgia, so much love. Um, so I, yeah, I completely get that for sure. Yeah, I think I think it's a solid movie though. Like, I think it's a solid first part, and I think it just does a lot of good things with the, the franchise. Um, I actually had a question. Yeah. Would you recommend this to someone who has never been into Sailor Moon? Like, would you be like, okay, watch this movie, or would you still direct them to like the '90s version? Or a Sailor Crystal of you. So Madam Denny and I actually spoke about this a little bit before we started recording. And like, I wouldn't suggest this movie as like a, a beginner, just because I feel like there's a lot of things like with that you just, like they kind of hint at the outer senshi where you're like, who are they? Um, and I think there's like a lot of other things that they don't really explain because it's like a fourth season of the show. So I don't think, I don't think it would, I don't think it would, but I would suggest like, watch all of Crystal and then watch this or just just read the manga probably that's fair yeah that's fair and that's only because I when I'm trying to get someone to yeah I definitely agree sorry (laughs) oh sorry Uh, I was you know I was just piggybacking off of you I would definitely agree um uh because one of my friends actually reached out to me and was like should I watch Sailor Moon Eternal I'm like yeah you should However, comma, um, <laughs> you need to watch Sailor Moon Crystal so that you're not confused. <laughs> I was just saying that I feel like I only say that because whenever someone's trying to get into Sailor Moon, I don't want to like throw them into like two, oh, here's 200 episodes. I feel like that can be very daunting, especially if you're new to anime. Even if you're not new to anime, like 200 episodes is a lot for people. So I'm like, it oh. is a lot. It is a lot, especially when people be like, oh what's an anime like recommend an anime me and then people will be like oh one piece or dragon ball z or sailor moon it's just like you can't start with these big numbers and expect people to like want to finish it it's no no start them off with baby stuff (laughs) yeah like good 12 episodes six episodes (laughs) yeah even i i usually don't suggest like I'll tell everyone like you should watch Sailor Moon because it's a great show but I'm also like maybe you should start with something else first and not like hop into 200 episodes but I'm like if you want to though and I'm not gonna stop you (laughs) yeah for sure it's funny when I mention anime and people don't know what that is if you say Sailor Moon they immediately know what it is they're like oh okay it's like Sailor Moon Pokemon like you mentioned those things they're just like oh I got it (laughs) that's what like I feel like it's so universal it's like the most popular Mm -hmm. I saw I saw something on Twitter the other day that was basically saying like how Sailor Moon is like like the stepchild of like the OGs but when you think about Sailor Moon you think about Dragon Ball Z like you think about the big the big threes you know and it's crazy how Sailor Moon is never in those conversations and I just I hate it I think it's dumb like it should be at least like a hard contender with Dragon Ball Z because when you think about anime, that's those two things pop up. Like if you type Dragon Ball Z or just anime in general online, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, they'll like pop right up next to each other. So it's very frustrating. 
I completely agree because I came up on both at the same time and I feel like they just go hand in hand for me when I think of anime in the 90s I'm like those are the top two for me like Sailor Moon Dragon Ball Z yeah and like Sailor Moon was also on Toonami like (laughs) so it's just like why does that one always get dismissed when they're talking about anime or like OG anime it's it's frustrating (laughs) (laughs) they're haters that don't want to admit that they are watching Sailor Moon (laughs) <laughs> would you would you put what's is Sailor Moon? obviously Sailor Moon's in your big three probably not upsetting <laughs> oh yeah like I grew up on Sailor Moon like me and me and my cousins that was literally like the way we bonded like we was always fighting over who was who you know granted initially since I couldn't be the leader since I couldn't be Sailor Moon you know I'm gonna just stick with Sailor Jupiter you know she's cool you know, for the time being, but as I got older, you know, I felt more aligned to Sailor Mars because she has such a fiery personality. And I mean, of course she's an Aries and stuff like that, but I just always admired, you know, her feistiness and her powers, her fiery powers and stuff like that. So of course I'ma just go hard for Sailor Moon, like, especially when it comes to these whole like, oh, well, can't she of course she can okay like she she busts planets like what <laughs> like have you seen her in her final final form like what <laughs> that's so funny that you said that you like have related with sailor mars because i wanted to be sailor mars so bad like i was like sailor mars is my favorite she's the one i want to be and then as I continue going through life, I realized I'm Usagi. Like, not only are we both cancers, um, but like the way that Usagi handles a lot of inf- like a lot of situations, I probably handle them the same way. Uh, and I'm a big crybaby. So I'm like disappointed. Like I'm just like, I want you to be Sailor Mars, but I'm Usagi. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. <laughs> it's fine. I feel like you have like a, a- a rising sailor favorite and like a <laughs> what sailor favorite that you know I don't know all the astrology terms but I feel like that it applies yeah I definitely love sailor moon growing up and I still feel like I am sailor moon but now I feel like as I'm getting older like I'm, I'm starting to like dabble into like other senshi I feel like I'm a little bit of Jupiter sometimes sometimes Pluto sometimes like Neptune's my favorite so but yeah, but they're they're all there. There's reasons to love all of them, honestly. Yeah, they're all wonderful. <laughs> that was my next question. Who's your favorite? So now, like, <laughs> um, and then the last thing. So, what would you rank Sailor Moon Eternal from one to ten? Part one. Um, part one, I would definitely rank an eight, um, because, like I said, as someone who's revisiting the series. I was getting goosebumps and chills looking at just everything, like the animation. Like I, it's been a very long time since I've seen a anime that captures like the shoujo experience to the max. You know, like I was seeing like eye sparkles. I was seeing romance, like hopeless romance. I was like I was seeing bonds and friendships and tears. Like it was wonderful. It was just reliving that and really getting to experience that shoujo experience I'd give it a solid eight give it a solid eight Madam Zeddy um, 
I would give it a nine. I would give it a solid nine. Um, I really like how they try to um, tie into the source material as accurately as possible. Um, I love seeing all their like nightmare sequences, especially like with my fave Sailor Mars, like just like, cause I was literally, you know, revisiting the dream arc and pretty much trying to figure out how they're actually going to animate this. And like seeing hers in particular, like she was, you know, at a point where she was losing focus, you know, on what she actually wants to do in life. Um, and because of that, you know, they were able to feed off of that, you know, in the mirror, the mirror sequence or what have you. Um, and just just seeing all of that tie in together, it was it was it was very dope. Um, so, yeah, solid eight. I mean, not eight, <laughs> nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like I started out as eight, but I feel like hearing you guys talk, I might go up to eight point five because. I think it was just like a really solid movie and like you said like it really captured like a lot of what the original 90s anime did but also like while paying like staying true to the original source material I think just those two things together I think the story is really great like I love seeing more of the the Amazon trio and like them engaging with the, the senshi um I thought like the whole Hawkeye part was like that almost made me cry <laughs> And he was like, you allowed me to live out my dream for a little bit. And I was like, oh, that was his real dream, y'all. So that was really cute. Yeah, so I, I think I think I'll give it a solid 8.5. Um, yeah. And what are you guys looking forward to next? And this could be either in part two. I know Madden said you've seen it already, but um, <laughs> top line. Um, or like if they animate the stars, like what would you look forward to seeing the most? Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> I feel like you're ready. I feel like you're ready. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just really looking forward to more transformations. Um, I think that's the highlight of Sailor Moon is watching them transform. So I'm really excited to see what kind of transformations we're going to see, what attacks we're going to see, um, just more about the story and seeing like what they're going to be up against, I feel like. Um, I don't know, man. There's just, I feel like there's so much that could be seen in the second movie. So I'm kind of really excited to know what's going to happen next. I'm interested. I don't, I don't feel like I don't remember much of from the manga to be like, oh, like I know what this is exactly going to be like, you know? So I'm, I think, going to be happy to see the refresher for sure. Have you seen it? Um more so in regards to the stars arc I want to see like more dark elements especially when it comes to these fighting scenes like I want to see all of that because people always assume that you know Sailor Moon is just strictly oh it's so cute no like have you seen have you seen Sailor Uranus and Usagi like they were scrapping with each other like I want to see all of that shit and yeah, I also like really died too, right? Haven't they died? Yeah, a couple of times? they died. <laughs> they died a couple of times. Like, yes. like it's so funny. Um, I've seen 
like my fiance was trying to get me into Dragon Ball Z and he'll like explain to me how like Goku dies or something. And I'm just like, Sailor Moon, I'm pretty sure has died like, a couple times. Like, or at least her friends have died and she has to like yeah. save them. So I'm like, that's very similar, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, I also really want to see all Sailor villains. Like, I know they left out like Sailor Fee and Sailor Chi. Um, they left out two other ones. I think it was like uh, Nemosin and Lathe. And they also left out my good sis, Sailor Heavy Metal Papua. I'm like, I, re- like, I really want to see her because I am just so obsessed with her design. I think like her butterfly wings and just like her costume in general is just gorgeous. It, it pretty much gives me like carnival vibes so I just really want to see like all of them like even if it's for like a split second I just want to see every single one of these villains in the star arc if they do animate it that would be really cool I I just love Seiya and Usagi's whole storyline like I didn't think I would ever like anyone more than Usagi and Mamoru but I was like oh well no say you got you got some um but yeah, the villains for sure. Just like seeing everybody would be super cool. And I want to see them get Sailor Pluto's skin color right. <laughs> yeah. We can only dream. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers oh, and crossed. another thing, I really want to see Sailor Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's, the, that's the last thing. Because I'm just like, we've heard about her, you know, in the manga, but we haven't really seen her in the OG, but I really feel like Sailor Cosmos needs to be done some kind of justice because her outfit is amazing. Completely agree. That is, I'm looking forward to that too. Also, we didn't even talk. We saw the Sailor Saturn for like, she actually got like, oh wait, that's part two. That's part two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't give you anything. You I mean, you know, you know Sailor Saturn is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Um, and people have been saying that on Twitter, but you're probably avoiding Twitter, which you should. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, any final thoughts on part one of the movie? Anything else? Yeah. Nope. I'm good. I liked it. I liked it. Go watch it. Okay. Yeah, go watch, go it. watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Completely agree. Well, thank you guys for coming and doing this panel. It's really exciting to talk about part one of Sailor Moon Eternal with both of you. And, thank you oh, so much and just tell people where can people find you if they want to learn more and hear you guys talk about Sailor Moon and stuff more um you can find me at uh Destiny Senpai on Twitter along with getting animated on Twitter and Instagram um also destinysenpai.org there's a lot of me spilling all that out um and yeah that's pretty much it and thank you so much for having me it was so much fun Madam Zetty. You can find me at Madam Zetty, that is Z-E-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Awesome. And her TikToks are really good too. They're really good. So is Destiny. So you guys, you guys are both are killing the social media game. But <laughs> um, once again, you can Victoria, you can find me at Miss Old School. It's old school with a K. And you can find my podcast, Sailor Moon Fan Club at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Instagram. And thanks for listening, Moonies, and go watch the movie. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.